0: Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the triweekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater.
1: And I'm his sister Caroline.
0: And this week we're starting with minute 43, which opens with Miles checking that Peter is okay, and ending a minute later with Miles exposing his goober. <coughs>
1: <laughs> I have titled this minute Are Your Adams Jazzed? <laughs>
0: That is a a great way to explain what happens when they uh, glitch and what what the glitching looks like. Is it 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 jazzy? It's very jazzy. Yeah, feels jazzy.
1: (laughs) I'm far too proud of that
0: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of the the glitching, um, the they in the director's commentary, they actually went into a bit of how that was accomplished. Mm -hmm. Um, and what they did was they took like seven or eight uh cameras and stuck them around the model so like these are digital cameras with a digital model Mm -hmm. um and then they would like record that and then pick different angles um for different parts of the body and show it like swap those in and out for like those parts and then color them slightly differently and that was how they got that like swapping effect between the the dimensions like him glitching between dimensions was like oh the camera's actually like rotating around his body and and it's just cutting uh in different um chunks of those different angles
1: that sounds like so simple but it's so ingenious at the same time
0: yeah like it's a really simple concept i i i feel like the trickiest part was probably like getting it uh cutting in the different angles and like figuring out how much to show from each angle and for how long and Whatnot. I feel like it'd be
1: either that, or maybe even just the coloring process. Like, how different do we make it?
0: Yeah, but coloring, like, I, I was thinking for more tech, like, color. You is like a because of the way they color this, it's like an all or nothing. So it's just like slider adjustments that they're doing mm. for that. Good I point. feel like for the way it is, but like getting it to be like, oh, for this part of the body, like geometries usually can be really difficult to get.
1: Yeah, that's
0: c- true. C- can cal- can be. Um, this one. It, it's probably a lot simpler than what it is. And it's probably, they're just like sliding a bunch of um, polygon like shapes through. But I, like I said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, it was really cool to like, that was how they, they did that glitching effect.
1: That's so cool. Um, Speaking of Peter going between his two dimensions and his, Adam's being jazzed yeah uh, <laughs> right before that I really just wanted to talk about this line just because it kind of made me chuckle <laughs> where uh Peter is like look I, I, I got I got a lot going on in my dimension
0: yeah and I'm like
1: I, I, it laughs you laugh at it at first he's like no you don't but then you think about it and I'm like wait, actually he kind of does
0: yeah like, it's that like
1: dealing with his divorce he's still trying to be like it's a whole thing i'm like oh he actually kind of does have a lot going on in his dimension
0: yeah it's that like it's not a lot like a lot like i'm busy a lot but a lot like a lot of my mind a lot mm-hmm. um and yeah that was um not something i would really thought about i thought it was you know him being more like trying to sound cooler than he like, is like, to, like to the to the crunches and stuff yeah um, and it was just an extension of of, of that. But yeah, he, he does have mm-hmm. a like a lot going on in that dimension. Just like adding one more thing to his plate here is just another Yeah.
1: Like something he does not want to deal with. Yeah. There is a bit of that unreliable narrator like we talked about when we were talking about Peter Beast's flashback. Yeah. Um, so I do think that is part of it where it's it's him kind of being like but no, I, I got a lot going on, and the unreliability is more like he's trying to brush it off as that he's busy. Like, I don't even know if he fully realizes the whole mental aspect to it. Yeah. I love how fed up he is with it, too. Like, you can eat when he says that, line, like, i got a lot going on. Like, he's trying to just, like, brush Miles off. And then Miles, bless this boy, he starts to say, with great power comes great... Don't you dare finish that sentence!
0: Yeah, you can really feel like the um y- you can feel the years weighing down on him in that and how oh, yeah. he feels like that like you can almost taste like malice behind it and just <laughs> like how um almost like that's like, uh, the word i'm looking for he- he's like almost angry at that like like, if I hadn't heard that, I could be living a happy life, but I'm stuck doing this right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, it almost it almost feels like this whole idea of, I, I don't want it to be my responsibility. Like, it should be someone else's. Like, why did I have to become a superhero just because I got these powers? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, it's not true. Yeah, and he, he reflects this whole idea of, like, you know, why did I have to be a hero just because I got these powers by even, like, telling miles like you want my advice go back to being a regular kid
0: yeah and and miles makes it sound like he i mean he says i don't have a choice and it it feels like he feels like he's expected to continue on because he made the promise to the other peter and, and you know told peter like yes I'll, I'll i'll do this for you i'll save the city um Mm -hmm. and there is the like you know if he doesn't brooklyn's gonna explode (laughs) (laughs) so like of course like that's probably also part of his motivation is not wanting the whole city to burn but i think i i think the promise that miles made to peter is weighing on him more than that like end of the world scenario um Mm -hmm. and it's just like that's sort of what's keeping him motivated um and, and he just feels like he's expected to continue doing this because that's what he said he would and like what the other peter like expected him to do
1: i think it's a little more less than that um miles specifically says i don't have a choice which i just want to point out theme of choice again being brought up in this movie I think it's not always so much with Peter, like, oh, I made a promise to Peter. I think it's also the fact that, like, I can't go back to being a regular kid because he brings up the fact Kingpin is after him. Like, Kingpin knows he's not, obviously not specifically Miles, but, like, he knows someone is out there who saw what happened in reality. Like, Prowler's gonna be after Miles. He's, and he's, Miles won't be able to really go back to being a regular kid because he's always going to have that looking over his shoulder. Like, is today the day that they're going to catch me?
0: Yeah, I can agree with that.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to bring that part up too because it, it does feel very important. It's like, how can I go back to being a regular really kid when I'm getting hunted by the biggest crime boss in the city?
0: Yeah, going back to uh, what we were talking about a bit earlier with Peter, um like trying to be cooler than he is a bit and and just you know dealing with his stuff um i really liked how the way they have this walk and talk where he just is walking up the building so nonchalantly and like relaxed Mm -hmm. like you can tell you can tell he's experienced here um like like he is an experienced um spider-man of just like oh i've done this before and he does the like cool little flip onto the um the car uh and it's just it's really um like they show miles really struggling to walk down the wall um and like he's still kind of sitting on the wall of with his frame of reference as like the ground is down um and hasn't really adjusted his sense of space to be more like anything can be the ground. Mm -hmm. Whereas Peter can just easily switch from like, okay, this wall is now the ground I'm walking on it. Like I normally would walk on the ground.
1: Yeah. I was going to bring it up. Like it's a really clever uh, juxtaposition of having Peter who so seamlessly transitions from wall to car back to wall. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Back to the and, other wall.
1: And Miles is even just struggling just to stick onto anything.
0: Yeah, I love the way like the way they show Miles like sliding down the the, the wall and, like he he grabs one fire escape landing and then like you know, grabs the next one and slowly sl- slides down a little bit more.
1: Um, yeah. Um,
0: and I also I, I like how they um, they do the shot of the wall being that
1: looks like the floor. I was gonna bring that up. I love that shot.
0: It's it reminds me of the old Batman cartoons. That's exactly. Or not cartoons. Um, the
1: old Adam the, West show, like this yeah, is Batman '66. They um, would walk up the walls as if they
0: just it before. the floor. And it looks, you know, kind of similar to that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I actually thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, this is very really Adam West. <laughs> Uh, I do want to talk very quickly just a little bit about like what they're talking about while he's walking up the wall. So like, while he's walking away for Miles and Miles is just kind of like, we were talking earlier, it's like coming up with all these reasons with like, why he doesn't have a choice of being going back to a regular kid. One of them is like, he has a- like, Kingpin has a collider! He's trying to kill me! And Peter's like, wait, 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 repeat that again? He's like, Kingpin's trying to kill him. He's like, no, 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 it's a collider part. <laughs> like, Peter B. Parker is a real jerk. <laughs> like, you totally brushed off a kid's like
0: concern about dying. And I think <laughs> yeah. like it's kind of that um like you you forget what it's like to be a newbie at times yeah, oh, after terrible. doing it's it forever because what it is. He also like mentions like Miles also says like everyone's going to die, um, when because Peter's like oh we have to let him turn it back on he's like we can't do yeah. that everyone's going to die, and Peter's okay. like yeah that's what they always say <laughs> I'm yeah. like just like okay he goes whatever up, like, there's it's...
1: always that very specific split second where not everyone dies and that's when I do my best work yeah like, what
0: but I think like <laughs> it is a very like true statement is like and this is it that feels like a You know, also a commentary on just, like, a lot of movies now, especially, like, a lot of superhero movies where it's, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, okay, they always say, oh, everyone's gonna die, like, will the heroes do it? And the heroes always do it. Um, (laughs) Like, (laughs) there's, and that's, like, that's, like, part of the issues I have with a lot of superhero movies these days, Mm -hmm. Uh, like the, the bigger ones um the the higher stakes ones is that they're not actually higher stakes because like the villain isn't going to win yeah then, like there was only one time
1: the there was only um, one time it worked
0: infinity war was the the biggest offender uh, of them all because we knew there was it was part 1 of 2 so obviously everyone knows in part 1 like at, at the you know during the rising action that's when the villain seems to have won but are like you know and the heroes Sink their lowest, but no, they always come back and save the day in the end. And it's just this, like, like there's not any, like, real major stakes in it. And I just can't get behind the story because it's like, so many it, people, it, it like, becomes they so.
1: They're like, okay, um, gonna find a way to come back. Like, come on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, they're gonna win in the end. And it's, <laughs> it's not really that big of a. Not that big of a deal. It's just I don't care. And I, they, they can't make me care. Um, it, it
1: does. I will agree with you. Too, I don't think, like, it yeah. does take a lot for me to get really invested in.
0: Yeah, I think that's better It's not that I don't care. It's that I'm not yeah. invested
1: in it. I will. I will say, Spider Verse is one of the few movies, especially in superhero movies, where it's like there were times I really questioned, like, wait, is Miles going? to get through
0: this. I think the difference between this movie and like other ones is that, and this could be me just talking hypocritically because I liked this movie a lot, um, but they don't focus on like stopping the collider. Isn't the, it's just the MacGuffin at the end of the movie. And like, it's more of the, um,
1: it's almost a B plot. Yeah, and like the real major conflict in story is Miles getting becoming Spider Man. Yeah, and like I will say, in that sense, I think I wasn't completely in it just because like obviously I like I know Miles is going to become Spider Man. Like clearly he is. I think it was more interested of like when is he going to do it and how are they going to get him to do it. It was where I was really interested. Yeah. And I will say, they didn't they didn't pull many punches here. Like, like, we talked in an earlier minute, and I'm sure we'll talk again in a later minute, but, like, they really do pull some very heavy, like, they don't pull any, they do pull, they don't pull any punches when it comes, especially to the emotional things for Miles. And I think that's what makes his story so compelling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything else to add on to that. It's just, <laughs> just fine.
1: Well, thank you. <laughs>
0: The last thing I wanted to bring up in this minute is just the when Miles reveals the Goober, um, and I love how just like proud he is. He's like, "Oh well, don't you aren't you gonna need this?" Um, <laughs> and then Peter is it. The it's like, "Oh a Goober," the, <laughs> which yeah,
1: very casual.
0: <laughs> and it's a good name for it. I, it I like the you know it makes sense. It's a nice little silly. It brings up nostalgia
1: because that's what I used to call you.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mom and Dad also called both of us that. Yeah. But that is all I have for this minute. Do you want to add any last minute thoughts at all?
0: No, there's there's nothing else I have on this minute.
1: Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will catch you on Wednesday with Minute Forty Four. See you next time.
0: Bye.